Hey, this is Dante. And I'm Lola. And you're here listening to the The Smoking Profit Profit Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. The Smoking Profit is a life advice brand designed to resource people spiritually, creatively, and socially. So thanks so much for being here with us. Yes, and let's get into the topic. So real quick, Lola is a super dreamer. And she often has random weird dreams that pop up. And sadly, I am not that much of a dreamer. So (laughs) the basic topic of this is from a dream that she got. We're going to call it Elevation is Required, Consent is Not. Okay, super dreamer. I like that. While listening to Sean Boltz recite a portion of Jennifer LeClaire's Dream Wild Prophecy, which you should check out, these words jumped out to me. You will do more with less. For months, God has been struggling with me over a few small things. Well, actually, I've been struggling to listen to God. Huge face palm. <laughs> Since last year, I sense God pushing me to shift some of the methods I used to do things, and I hadn't. Let me give you a little background on my personality. I'm super analytical. True. Dante knows this. I'm an avid learner. I prefer to be at home reading a book. Or doing something productive versus sometimes having fun. I have to force myself to have fun at times. And I'm an eager researcher. Why are you laughing? Nothing. I'm saying nothing at all. Oh, you're saying nothing Nothing at all. Continue. Okay. You may think nifty strengths. Unfortunately, not always. Because at times I let my head knowledge get in front of my heart knowledge making it a challenge to listen to the impressions of my heart over facts. Mm. Have you ever felt that before? I have. In fact, I normally have that when it comes to money and finances because I'll have this plan and I know I have control over that. And sometimes you're like, it's not going to work financially. How am I going to make this happen? God, I have to believe in you in this. But I know I feel like this plan will work. And that's where I get into this moment where it's like, should I let my head knowledge take over? Because, you know, I think I have this plan that'll work or my heart knowledge and saying God is going to supply all my needs. Yeah, I think that was so perfect how you said it. You just made me want to give you a kiss. Oh, Sorry, I'm being totally inappropriate. <laughs> to be honest, I believe that I do this and you probably do this too because what we can see, research, things that are substantial is proven, right? Yes. We know that those things work. They're true. You know, we can trust it. Mm-hmm. And then faith is risky. Mm. You know, that's true. The, the cry of our heart saying, trust God, saying, believe what God is telling you. That's that's risky. Like, wait a minute. You know, I can't put my hands on that. Yeah, exactly. Not... I can put my hands on this over mm-hmm. here. You know, the day that I heard you will do more with less. I finally said yes. At that moment, I felt no condemnation. As God told me, stop doing so much. Can you imagine God saying that? Not and really can. And to trust him with the details as well as the dream. When I say I felt no condemnation, sometimes we're taught that when we do something contrary to what God wants us to do, mm-hmm. that he's just sitting there waiting to beat us. Mm. You know, yeah, or waiting before. to take us out. Exactly. We're taught that, and then sometimes we just feel that, like... He's just waiting to just take us out. And that's not the case. Yes. God is not all about the fire and brimstone. Right. So God corrected me. He wasn't saying like, I'm trying to throw you over here in this doom chamber. Exactly. But the fire and brimstone, as Dante says, God was just like, okay, will you stop doing so much? 
you know, and listen to me now. And I felt no condemnation. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, okay, loving father is helping me. At that moment, I knew that I was ready to. I was ready to apologize and to change. My response to God was, okay, I'm going to stop doing so much. Mm -hmm. And kind of chuckled like, wow. And guess what? It worked. It worked. It did. Taking the risk and believing what God is saying is scary. But look at it this way. Believing in God is full of risk, right? Totally. And if you've taken the risk to believe God exists, then you can also take the risk to trust what he says. Ditto. Ditto. (laughs) Yeah. Let me share with you all the dream that Dante was mentioning earlier. Super dreamer crazy so in the dream i was traveling with one of my brothers he was driving and i was riding in the back seat i don't remember if anyone else was in the car i just remember that he was there and that we were driving up a mountain i didn't know where we were going but i wasn't worried because i was with my brother and i trust him fully then something happened i felt the car sharply shift to climb the mountain it's hard for me to even describe what it felt like. But typically when you drive up a mountain, it's a slow, uneventful climb, right? Yeah. And you don't really notice how high up you've gone until you reach the peak. In my dream, it was quite the opposite. The opposite? Yes, totally. The car felt as if it jumped on two wheels and took off like a plane. Wow, that's an image. That is scary. As we scaled the mountain on two wheels... And at a very aggressive rate, I closed my eyes in complete terror and just slid down in the back seat of the car. I did not want to see what was happening. It was bad enough to have to feel the altitude drop in my belly. Like I could feel this in the dream. <laughs> Terrifying. I was relieved when I felt the car go back to its normal driving position, which is on all four wheels because I knew we were back on level ground. At this point, I decided to peek up to see what was happening and saw my brother driving into a parking lot. As I drew the courage to inch over closer to the rear driver's window, I peeped out and to my astonishment, all I could see were the tops of trees. Why did I do this? <laughs> Jesus, I was scared all over again. These trees were super tall, like tall pine trees, and the road we came in on was built over them. Then, before I could get comfortable with what I was seeing, the car stopped. My brother jumped out, and he headed over a bridge towards the community. Having been left alone in the car, I sat there plotting what to do next. Knowing I needed to get out, I'd already figured I'd crawl to the next destination. Did I mention I have an absolute fear of heights in my dreams and in real life? As I drew more courage to engage my surroundings, I saw children playing out there. They were running near the bridge I needed to walk over, running around and totally fearless in the sort of air world that we were in. Everyone up there acted normal, except for me. When I say normal, I mean no one appeared to be afraid of where they were. Finally, I was ready to get out. I was ready to throw away the comfort of the car, crawling or walking. I was determined to get to the next place. Most likely crawling, though, because I still was scared and drew comfort from feeling like I was closer to the ground. Face palm again. And there I went. I opened the door, put my foot on the ground, and boom, I woke up. Woke up. Yes. Now, my husband, Dante, was already awake and was standing in front of me. 
he said his normal chipper good morning. And I was just like, I had the weirdest dream. And then I told him about it very briefly, though. Yes, just a summary. Dreaming about the past, present, and future is super common for me. For the longest, I've had dreams that held figurative and literal meanings, too. Just a few weeks ago, I dreamed about an email header at work with a specific phrase, and a few days later, I received an appointment invitation to discuss that very thing. I found that the dreams that have the most significant meaning for me are usually the ones I don't understand at all, like this dream. I've also learned that when I don't understand the dream, I typically don't get any immediate insight into it, which I don't believe is because God doesn't want me to know what it means. I think it's because I dismissed the dream for lack of immediate understanding. Before I tell you what this dream means, here are a few truths about dreams. Dreams come from three primary sources, your soul, dark influences, and God. I also think that dream language evolves over time because symbols are going to be relevant to time. As a dreamer, ask God to interpret your dreams, write them down, and create your own personal dream symbol journal. Many books teach dream interpretation, including common symbols and their meaning. I don't think there's anything wrong with using them or using credible resources to learn with unless you rely on them more than the Holy Spirit to provide meaning. Now, without further ado, let me tell you about this dream. I'm going to break this dream down into three main segments. First segment, elevation is required, consent is not. In the dream, I was traveling and initially didn't know I was going up a mountain, which means God does not need my permission to take us, meaning him and I, where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Elevation is required. We're going somewhere. Consent is not. He does not need my permission. Sure does not. At all. The mountains symbolize elevation. The speed and the way I scaled the mountain pointed to the acceleration and unusual method God would use to do this. Second point. God brings comfort in transition. There is an idiom that says somebody pulled the rug from under me. When people say this, it implies that something suddenly changed and they were surprised. Well, in my dream, God ripped the ground from under my feet. But God also had my brother with me, demonstrating the comfort he'd provide during the transition. Mm -hmm. And when I say he'd provide, I'm not talking about my brother. I'm talking about the comfort that God would provide during the time of transition. Third point, fear is foreign. I was the only one afraid in my dream. I was afraid the whole time. (laughs) Fear was completely foreign to the people here. And even though I was beyond scared, I chose to move forward because I knew I couldn't stay where I was. Now, here's a sidebar. It's super important that you write your dreams down. Because the information that's revealed in them may carry a similar theme or be related in some other way. For example, this dream and a dream I had several months ago are related. In podcast episode number 25, Executing God's Plan, I talk about a dream where I was walking down a familiar road that became unfamiliar. I knew that this was coming, meaning where familiar things would become unfamiliar for me, but I didn't know when. Mm. However, based on this dream that I'm sharing with you today, is happening now. And here's a clear connection 
of why. In my most recent dream, the rug, a.k.a. the ground, was pulled from under my feet, demonstrating that the familiar is leaving. Wow. Now, I think it's interesting that God used your brother to make you feel comfortable in the dream, but still rip the comfort out from under you. And here's an example of why I believe this. Right. And we were talking about this, Dante. A few days ago, our son asked me what a VCR was while reading a Dogman book. Well, after he asked this, I thought about VCRs and I thought about how they were popular even when DVDs came out. Mm -hmm. And then when Blu-rays came out, how some people were still using VCRs, but I was just like, okay, VCR's death is definitely imminent, right? It's happening. But it didn't happen immediately. Some companies created Blu-ray and VCR combinations. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah, I remember. I thought it was the dumbest thing (laughs) because I was like, surely VCRs are dying. Like nobody's doing that, but it wasn't. When something new is introduced to a market, naturally there is resistance. But when you introduce a new product or idea with something that's old, that people are familiar and comfortable with, it's a win-win. Kind of like Blu-ray and VCR combos. You see, people are more likely to try something new with something they are familiar with. Now, God doesn't need our consent to do anything, but he does want us to be willing participants in the future he's building. So he does try to help us to become comfortable Mm -hmm. with what he's introducing. And God is giving us the grace to take the risk, to dream with him, to build with him. And like I did in my dream, scale the different mountains of influence with him. Let's pause as you think about that and as you ask God to make this dream personal for you. Okay, break's over. Let's wrap this up, Dante. For some of you, you feel like you're losing and you can't afford the risk God is asking you to take. But the risk is so worth it and you are not losing. You are an arrow in the hand of the great deliverer, being drawn back to be launched forward. Listen to the Lord. Take the risk. God is telling many of us to do something weird, but not creepy, and different from what we're used to. Please do it. And remember, Noah seemed crazy until it started raining. Yes, and this is what we mean when we say Noah seemed crazy until it started raining. God asked Noah to build a really big boat, big enough for his family and two of every kind of animal to replenish the earth after a flood. Now, here's the thing. At that time, there was no such thing as a flood because there had never been any rain. For God to ask Noah to prepare for this was both very unusual And yes, a little bit crazy. Yes, in reality, it seemed crazy, but it wasn't because it rained 40 days and 40 nights. So building the boat was very necessary. It only seemed crazy because the human logic couldn't perceive or see what God knew about the future. God sees everything. You and I don't. He sees the potential that we have in ourselves, the impact that we will have on others, the obstacles we'll face, and the victories he will help us create. God is a good father. He never asks us something that we are not ready for, because often when we feel we aren't ready, we are. Wow. Noah was ready for the call, and he answered. Now, for you and I, there will most likely not be another call to build an ark, unless you're in a Hollywood movie. LOL, quick joke. 
But when God calls for you, know that even when you don't feel ready, he has been working. And you just have to believe what God says more than what you don't know and what you're unsure about. I couldn't have said it any better. So let's all take a moment to say yes to whatever God is asking. And even if you are unsure, even if you're scared, or even if you're unperfect like me, remember that God does magnify even the weakest yes. Yes. So you've just listened to the Smoking Prophet Podcast. I'm Lola. And I'm Dante. And we're out of here. We hope you all have an amazing life until next time.